Welcome to the In the Great Wide Somewhere podcast, where we share stories of faith, hope, miracles, and more through people living life on mission. I'm Talia, wife, mom, and field coordinator for Missionary Ventures International, and I'm inviting you to join my family as we pack our bags and move abroad from sunny Florida to the UK. So grab your wellies, that's rain boots, and join me on this adventurous life of faith in the Great Wide Somewhere. From Lancashire, England, this is Talia, your host, and today I am joined by Victor of Love for Moldova. Hi, Victor. Hi, Talia. Hi, welcome to the show. Okay, I am so excited for today's episode. I just want to take like a minute for you to introduce yourself and tell people about maybe a little bit about who you are, your family, a little bit about Victor. Yes, um, my name is Victor Niago. I'm originally from Moldova, which is an Eastern European country, a very small country probably about two and a half, maybe three million um, people. <clears throat> uh, but I've been living in UK for uh, over 20 years now. Uh, I'm married with uh, my wife called Yolanda, with two children. So uh, half of my life, I could say, I lived in UK. Okay. Um, but um, my heart still kind of goes back and forth like my own country just keep mm-hmm. thinking about my, my own country now do you still have family in moldova i still have a, a my mom she's 84 years old okay. she's still living in a village and uh, i've got um, a sister okay uh, and uh, the rest of my family they all, they are living abroad like italy united states oh okay um so yeah i'm the seventh one of my family the youngest one wow okay okay so how often would you say and maybe pre-pandemic but how often do you typically try to get back to moldova pre-pandemic we as a family uh, we we probably go about three times a year to moldova um obviously working with Mission Adventures or Operation Orphan, which is another great organization. But um, my heart was mainly for um, distributing children's Bibles. Yes. Okay. So, so tell me how you got into that. Like, why Bible distribution and why specifically mm. to children? About nine years ago, um, we did a, a trip, a mission trip to Moldova. Just did a, a simple mission decorating uh, old people's homes like if, if somebody was living on their own house and they they didn't have much strength and weak um we just went and helped them by just decorating their room, room where they're staying oh, wow. and um we did that and then when we came back to uk um i just felt something more i didn't know what it was mm-hmm. so i just started praying and asking god to god i don't know why but i feel like something more than just that yeah and uh um, and God just put in my heart to pray for young, for children, for young people. Okay. And I've just been praying for a while about that. Uh, and then after that, God reminded me as a child that I had a children's Bible that my mom brought me from church. Wow. And as a child, I loved that Bible. I remember how much I used to read that. Even I read the same stories all the time, but because it was nicely illustrated and the pages were so... Um, shiny and that i loved it and god reminded me of that and uh, i felt like asking me would you do the same thing for other children wow okay so one thing we always say in our ministry is that god never wastes an experience that we go through Mm. i think it's so neat how you can see how a seed was planted in your life and now 
so many years later, God is asking mm. you to plant that same seed mm. in, in the children's lives of Moldova. And obviously, mm. you being a child of Moldova, you mm. you clearly have a heart for the for the country. So uh, that's amazing. So can you tell me a little bit about the history of love for Moldova? So did this, did the ministry start out of that call to distribute Bibles to children? Mm. Um, it, it was like a, a patchy thing, just doing something and then God bringing me back to the same thing. Um, but one thing we did with the family seven years ago, we felt like God called us to um, disciple young people in Moldova and the two villages. And um, that was a great for us experience to get to know the young people that are not in, say, UK and, and you know, uh, and um, that helped us to see further what we can do you know after that mm -hmm. but that's when it actually more started then <clears throat> i remember um uh the director of the mission adventure said you know somebody you know give us some money what would you like to use it for and the first thing i, I said children's bibles yes because that was in my heart for a long time okay and that was what i wanted to do so i started from my own village i just gave children's bible nice illustrated from the age seven to eleven, okay, and that that was like a huge for me it was something very big because it eventually happened that what really I desired in my heart. Yes. Okay. So now, how are you getting the Bibles <clears throat> to these children? Like, are you going to their homes? Are you mm. where are you mm. finding them? How are you getting them? Um, when I started, and I still do the same thing, I usually go into schools. Okay. Because what the children had, that's where I go, and I usually go to school and I, I ask the director of the school. I present them what I have got, would like to share, and they agree. They agrees mm -hmm. to you know to accept this gift. That's amazing. And um, yeah, every child from age seven to eleven receive a children's Bible. I love when you say where the children are. That's where I'll go. Mm. And I I don't know if people listening would agree with this, but to me, being able to get into the school with children's mm. Bibles is unheard of in mm. the Western world. Is that something that would have been a challenge typically in Moldova, or are they pretty accepting of? In the beginning, when I started, I didn't <clears throat> know all the details. Okay. Um, but eventually, I realized that to get into school, you need some sort of permission from the education department. Um, so I had to find out a way to to comply with the rules. So I got uh, like a a paperwork that says yes, I'm allowed to go into to the school. Especially that the Bibles that I gave is non-denominational okay so that means it doesn't offend any other traditions like orthodox example now so for the people listening like what would you say is the largest religion in moldova St statistically moldova is um 98 classed as orthodox okay uh, the rest are say other denomination like baptist pentecostals okay. and Others. Okay, okay. Well, I'm looking at one of the Bibles right now. They're extremely well done. Um, I can see why they would capture a child's attention and be something that they would mm. want to keep um, as their own. And they're coming in their in their language, obviously. Yes, the 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 children's Bibles that I uh, usually distribute are translated in the Romanian Romanian language, mm. and they're very well illustrated. And the texts are specifically done to captivate. Yes. Ch children's minds to to give them understanding of what they read, not um, not for example like a normal adult Bible. So uh, um, they they're very they're very good done. 
Yes. And also I can get them because in Moldova we have other nationalities and for example like Russian, so okay. we have Russian schools. Okay. So I, I can get similar Bible illustrated in the Russian language. So if the school is Russian, I don't have a problem, I just go with Russian Bibles. Wow, okay, so you're distributing Russian Bibles to the Russian schools mm. and Moldovan, which is, did you tell me that that's Romanian, it's the same language, or is that? Moldova, people in Moldova and Romania, they okay. speak the same language. Okay, okay, great. So we, we class a bit like, a, we are brothers. Okay, that's Yeah, that's uh, We might have a different accent okay. and uh, uh, some other different traditions, but um, we very much have shared the same um, traditions and language and, and stuff. So, yes, it is a Romanian language. Okay, that is so exciting. I, I love that you're able to just give them the gospel in mm. a way that is exciting for them to see and mm. easy for them to understand just right from the get-go. Mm. And you're not just giving out Bibles, you're giving out a gospel message on something that yes. a child would love through mm. those bracelets. Yes, well, um, while we're giving... Um, every year, pre-pandemic, we used to go into schools and give uh, children's Bibles. And I came across this uh, bracelet that shares the gospel, shares the good news of God with the, in the four kind of stages. And one of them is God's love, the the separation, uh, the sin separates us from God. And then the good message that the God sent his son to die for us. Mm-hmm. And the last one is question mark says... What are you going to do about that? Yes. Okay, so for those of you who are just listening to this podcast, I'm going to post a link where you can see an image of these bracelets, mm-hmm. but they're um, they're bracelets with four squares on them. The first one's a heart, the second one's an X, the third one's a cross, and then the fourth one a question mark. And it sort of mm-hmm. goes through that gospel message that Victor just walked through, mm-hmm. starting with the love of God and that we are separated mm-hmm. from Jesus because of sin, but that Jesus came and what mm-hmm. are you going to do with his offer of salvation? And it's mm-hmm. really neat because, again, like the Bible, it's captivating for a child to see. It's mm-hmm. exciting because little kids love to wear bracelets and it's something that they're going to take home. Yeah, that, that's something that is not just um, they hear once, but they keep wearing the their the arms and they keep looking mm-hmm. and seeing the same thing and it speaks again and again yes the meaning of each sign yes. what does it mean and the exciting thing that they, they they become missionaries in a way that they go in their own families and share with their parents with mm-hmm. their grandparents mm-hmm. they share with people on the streets yeah. you know like what's that what, what have you got on that in, on, your, on your wrist and they said well it's a is this is a wristband that you know tells yes. about god's love and yes so i'm excited about that because when I used to give Bibles, it was good, but when I, I give this, it's something that I live with much more for them to think about. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so you, you mentioned that you were in the town sort of discipling some of these kids. Can you just tell me maybe a story of somebody that you have seen affected by the ministry of Love for Moldova? Or, mm. um, um, the, the kind of the more fruit that we've seen as a, as a couple, because um, as a family, is that the one we actually discipled mm-hmm. two groups of young people in two villages, two churches, we discipled them for a year. Okay. And we've seen the results of that. We've seen that, um, that young people grow to know and grow to, to discover their own faith, not their parents' faith. Because mm-hmm. many um, children that grow up in a Christian family, they kind of copy their parents but they takes time for them to discover their own faith their own walk yes uh, and to make that decision um, so we we found that and the amazing thing now after so many years when we did this, this that year of mission whenever we go back home 
to distribute Bibles or do any other ministries, they come on board, they come mm-hmm. and be part of the team mm-hmm. and they help us. Wow. And, and that is, is, is that my heart warms when you think, yes, that was a good year spent yes. in Moldova. Yes, so your family spent so much time there, like a, a, a consecutive year mm. there, just investing in the people. Who, yes. And, and like you yourself, you're reaching your, your own people. We are, Absolutely. And I think that when we raise up the indigenous, for lack of a mm. better word, like they're going to reach their communities more effectively. Yes. So yeah. that's incredible. Now, I'm sure you faced some challenges in this ministry. And now living in the UK and getting back, like what would you say are some of your challenges that people can be praying through for you or any difficulties that you face with trying to get Bibles into the country or mm. what, what would be the biggest challenge? Um, to, 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 to get Bibles in the countries, the Bibles that we distribute, they're not, we, don't, we don't purchase them outside the country. Okay. We, we purchase them from uh, Bible Society in Moldova. So we don't have to, you know, bring them into the country, which is great. It's easy. We just uh, purchase them and take them to, to the villages that we, we know. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest challenge I find as a, as, a, as a person that I love to distribute, to share God's love, is financially. And <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I don't like to share that. I don't like to mention that. But it was a need that, you know... It's like we can't do a mission if we don't have the resources. Yes. You know, every every Bible that we purchase is is um, costs money. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's what I would say is, it, is the financial side of it. Well, it is a need. And I have been encouraged in our ministry that, that God has called some people to go hmm. and some people to give. Yeah. And I believe that those callings are equal and they hmm. equally share in the reward that Jesus gives to hmm. people who are fulfilling the Great Commission. And so I think it's exciting for the giver to be able to say, I want to partner with you in this hmm. and reap that blessing from the Lord hmm. and invest in the eternity of the kingdom of God Absolutely. through this. And yes. um, I, I think it's exciting that we get to get give people that opportunity to hmm. invest today. So I, I was really excited to hear that for six pounds, roughly. Well, yes, for... Um for to to for every child to receive a Bible and a wristband with the four signs of God's love, uh, God's sacrifice, and um, it costs six pounds. Wow! So you might say, "Well, there's a lot of money," mm-hmm. but that six pounds could change the destiny of of a person. Person. Absolutely. And um, it, it changed my life. A simple children's Bible. Mm-hmm. If it changed my life, it could change many many other children's lives. Yes. And. The, the amazing thing that we might not see the results straight away. For example, we, if we, you know, um, we give a Bible to a child, we we'll see the next day in, in the church praising God. We might not see that. I wasn't there. Yeah. But the, like a seed, a normal seed, natural seed, it takes time. Yes. So the same thing, you know, the God, God's word, as God said, not not a word. Um, it's not gonna nothing gonna come back void. So whatever God yes. God's word goes out, it'll mm-hmm. never come back void. Yes. So we trust in His word, mm-hmm. what He say. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, some people are called to to sow. Yeah. Some people are called call, called to to um, reap. Yes. Some people are called are called just to to look after the seed, to keep yes. watering and yes. pray for it. So I'm just make sure that I fulfill my destiny. Yes. And I pray that God will nudge other people to do their part in the kingdom of God. Yes. And if you're feeling nudged that you want to help, we're going to give an opportunity and links in the, in the, 
below section where you can partner. But I, what if somebody is listening to this today and they're saying, okay, God's giving, nudging my heart to go see the work in Moldova, mm. or maybe they already have had a stirring to serve Eastern Europe. What mm. would you say are some things that they should consider or how they can get involved? Like every year, we, we um, for, for example, for the last two years, we've not done any mission because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But my heart is that kind of to catch up with the things that we we missed. Yes. Because I don't want any child to to miss out because of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to make sure that they them children get their Bibles, and sh- and also hear about God's love for them. Yes. Um, so every year we used to have a team going to Moldova. So anybody that like to see mm-hmm. and get a feel what God's doing in Moldova, we welcome them to be part of a team. Come on a, in a short mission trip. Yes. See what God's saying, what God's doing. Yes. And that little land, the little, yeah. you know, small nation yes. in a way. Yes. So earlier you shared with me that you're going into the schools and you're starting, you're, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're giving the Bibles to what we would call first graders or the grade year ones is that right and then and then they get to take that bible as they go through grade school but you've missed two years so now they're in yes one thing which i i forgot to to mention that when i started giving bibles in one school so the first time i gave from age seven to eleven then i go back every year so every year there's a new group of young people so like year one we say and I'm keeping sowing that school, that village, yes. keep giving Bibles. Okay. So over the, as long as God provides, I'll keep doing that. Yeah. I'm not going to just start something and just leave it there. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that keep sowing. But at the same time, I like to expand, go to other schools, other villages. And, you know, my heart is to see children's Bibles from across, from north to south, east to west. Yes. Every child in a school to get a Bible every year once you go to school. Yes, that's amazing. So they, they enter school and they're giving getting the gospel to carry mm. with room with them. So how many schools have you been in? Are you involved in? Mm. And I know that you have goals to reach other schools. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, up until now, we've been, uh, we reached 18, 18, 19 schools that we already started giving Bibles. So now when we go next year in May, we've got 19 schools just to give to, to three years because we missed out two years and also the year that our first year. Okay. So we got to reach them to, to catch them to make sure that they don't go without our Bibles. And we've got five new schools that we never we never been there with children's Bibles. So them is to start. So they to receive them schools will receive from um, year one to so from age seven to eleven. It's a bit different and the yes. the kind of the educational side of it like we grade one year one so, yes yeah. now and roughly how big of a school a class size would you say does each school have um over the years the, the schools the number of children in schools gone really low because the population of moldova has been in decrease um is only because people immigrated all over the world and you know search for work and a better life so at the moment the and some villages they have a full classrooms and some villages they have only seven children and, and, and so it varies every village every school is different okay okay so we'll come back to ministry stuff but I think people are gonna want to hear a little bit more about Moldova if you're mm. not familiar with Moldova or the culture or just what it's like can you tell us a little bit like 
what is living in Moldova like? What was it like growing up for you? In a, in a very practical way. Like if somebody's yeah. listening to this from the UK or the United States who doesn't know what life could be like mm. in Eastern Europe. Um, of course, um, when I grew up, comparing with this day and age, is completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have the, the um, technology as a child. We didn't have the technology that our children have, mm-hmm. phones, tablets. Even the TV only had two channels, <laughs> so we played most of the time outside. Um, as a child, I didn't. Uh, I remember um, as a Christmas we celebrate now in UK celebrate the the, the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. For us, we didn't have a clue the Christmas was about the birth of Jesus. Wow. We thought that was Christmas time was about slaughtering the pig in a family have a good <laughs> meal, and 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 that was our our kind of looking forward to something exciting okay uh, and uh, now things have changed now is um with of course with uh, all the technology that's been developed much more information out there people are more aware of what's happening around the world mm-hmm. um but the same thing is uh, is affecting what affected many years ago when i was in this country is the uh, financial side okay. the, the moldova's class as the poorest country in europe wow and the reason why the populations don't decrease because people looking for a better life somewhere else like Europe, UK, yes. and other countries in the world. And that was a little bit of your story growing up too, was getting out of Moldova and coming here. And yes. yeah, uh, that's when I, I after I finished my college, I, um, I was looking around thinking, what what can I do? There's not much opportunity in this country, so I had to leave. So I left when I was 18. I went to Russia mm-hmm. for a couple of years, on and off, just working there when it was like a seasonal work okay. and then coming back home was the same nothing changed right. so i decided to come into europe side so i've been to italy for four months and then i came to to uk in 2000 okay. and thank god that since then i just uh, stayed here <laughs> found your wife and stayed oh, Absolutely. That, that's amazing okay so if somebody wants to connect with you or partner with you what's the best way for them to do that for more information they, they could go to uh, Mr. Adventures website, okay, and they could fi- find more there of what we've been working together, um, the trips that we did, yes. and if they want to partner with us to provide for children's Bibles, that will be amazing. Yes, you know, it's, it's it's not that I'm doing something, we're doing something yes. together. Absolutely. You know. Yes. So. Now the Missionary Adventures website and the links to some of that information would be in the show notes for anybody who is interested. You just have to mm. scroll down and click that. If you want to partner or get involved, now I want you to share with everyone because people want to hear this and they want to get involved, but we need to tell them exactly how they can get involved. So tell people what your big goal is, your big financial goal and what that will get. Mm. For for this year, what we trying to raise and um, we're trying to raise uh, enough money to give Bibles and wristbands to uh, 1,000, nearly 500 children. Okay. So that means we need about 8,600 something pounds. Yes. But if we have extra, hey, there's lots of schools in the country. Yes. They are open. People are open. Schools are open to receive. Yes. God's word. Yeah, we always hope and pray that the Lord would exceed and multiply what our little goals could be. But that is so great. So for just over 8,000 pounds, nearly 1,500 children can get the gospel message mm. um, in a Bible and through these wristbands. And 
And like we've talked about, they can take them home. They can share this message. It's such a, it's a seed planted that's going to be multiplied. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Victor, is there anything else you want people to know about Love for Moldova or about some of the trips or anything? Um, at this moment in time, as I said, they could just go on Mission Adventures website, just look what we've done in the past. And if they'd like to partner, be part, you know, come on a, in a trip with us. Yes. And that would be great to get in touch. You could leave an email, uh, you know, put some uh, message on a mission website, or you can contact uh, via um, Facebook, Love for Moldova. I've got a Facebook page okay. uh, that they could just drop a message and see what God is doing. Yes. You know. Okay. So the Love for Moldova Facebook page or the MVGB website, both will be linked in here. But I'm just so thankful for what God has called you to do and so encouraged by the way that you are investing in the kingdom and through children in Moldova. So mm. thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for inviting me to your show. Yes. Okay. Well, I will catch you guys next time from somewhere in the great wide. Did you know you can follow our journey even closer on social media? Find me, Talia Comer, on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to partner with us in all the work that God is doing across the UK and Europe through Missionary Ventures, you can join us by going to mvi.org slash comer, C-O-M-E-R.